0: Welcome to Archer Talk 101 podcast, your guide to better archery skills. We'll bring you the latest tips, tricks, and expert advice, but that's not all. We'll also have interviews with top archers and industry professionals, and reviews of the latest gear and equipment, and much more. Once it starts. Hey, if you wanted to know what's going on outdoors, well, we have a special guest with us here. Uh, He has the YouTube channel, Southern Bones Outdoor. My name is Roy Canterbury, and I'm going to be your host today on Arch Talk 101, and I have Chris on the line from uh, Southern Bones Outdoors. How you doing, Chris?
1: Pretty good, man. How are you?
0: So want to know a little bit more about uh, yourself first, and uh, just tell us something about what's going on in in your world. Um,
1: well, I got in the hunting industry a couple of years ago, um, kind of crawling and crawling our way into the hunting industry. Um, We started a YouTube channel up about five years ago called Southern Bones Outdoors. And uh, with that, we've kind of slowly but steady have grown. Um, We ended up uh, gaining a lot of subscribers this past year, um, getting hooked up with uh, some different sponsors and stuff like that. So like I said, yeah, just slowly, slowly but surely growing um we all started out hunting in urban areas in atlanta before that was popular um and now (laughs) now everybody's doing it so it's (laughs) kind (laughs) of yeah (laughs) somebody let the cat out of the bag (laughs) leo
0: yeah when you find a good unique place and then you start doing it, and everybody else finds, it like, hey, that's a good place. Let me do it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> right. Right. Exactly. Yeah.
0: So, so the, the YouTube channel is called Southern Bones Outdoors, right? Yes. Okay. So, well, I we'll go. Um, what is the URL for your YouTube channel?
1: Southern Bones Outdoors.
0: Just Southern Bones Outdoors. Okay. Yep. I just type in trying to bring it up here and and we'll, we'll show our our guests what it looks like if I can type the right number oh well <laughs> <laughs> yeah I just type it in the chat and then uh, I'll I'll connect to it and and uh, there's there's all kinds of different ways you can get to a YouTube channel and right but anyway in the meantime here um why and how did you get started in archery?
1: Man, I've been I've been doing archery. My uncle, actually, he's actually one of our our guys in Southern Bones. Um, he actually s- was teaching my cousins archery, and then uh, I ended up kind of watching from the background, and then ended up getting into it myself with him. And and he taught me pretty much everything I know about archery. Um, and then I would say I was about twelve when that started. And I've kind of just grew up doing it. Um, We've shot, I've shot many archery tournaments and all of that stuff, even though I think I was 21. No, I was about 20 when I first killed my first deer. So uh, even though I hunted, (laughs) I hunted really hard (laughs) to try to do that. I actually ended up killing a bear in Georgia before I killed, my first year oh. uh, yeah but uh yeah, yeah i i mean I, I've done it all my life um I would say i'm relatively re- relatively decent at it uh not a not a professional by no means but uh yeah I'm, i it's just something I always have enjoyed um I've tried you know I've shot many different bow brands i've shot uh, I'm kind of a Uh, a gear junkie if you if you will you know I love um, trying new things and all of that stuff it's just something that I've always enjoyed you know I've got a, a spot right out here behind my house that I can literally just walk through some double doors and go shoot my bow and I shoot a lot so yeah pretty much that's it it was my uncle he was the one that got me there
0: yeah, you never know what part of your family is going to get you into hunting. As, as my my cousin got me really into hunting, uh, you know, more in, in the, the pheasant and stuff like that. And it wasn't until later that I got into archery for deer. And a buddy of mine, we want to do archery for deer, and we're out there. We started off with, "Hey, if we see a print in the dirt, it was a good day." <laughs> Right. So, yeah. Forget about finding a deer, you know, and then it finally got you know getting more and more and depending on the spot, then you you expect to see them every day. May not get a shot, but expect to see them. And right. I yeah. have. I have. Uh, let me go ahead and share my screen for those not listening on uh, Spotify. Those that are watching either on my YouTube channel or or live. Here is uh, your uh, your site. And, you know, you can kind of tell us a bit something about it as as we're here. It looks like you got quite a few videos out there already.
1: Yeah. So, uh, like you said, that's the site there. Um, That top video right there, that is actually uh, Kai Sewell. He's one of our guys. Um, He shot a really nice 10-point buck um, in a subdivision in Atlanta. Um, you can see if you actually look down just a little bit further, you see the, uh, that's him right off to your left there. Uh, the big 10, that's him. That's that video. Um, yeah. So that's a really nice buck in the city of Atlanta. Uh, oh, really yeah. love that video style. Um, that's kind of something I've been working on. I've been trying to bring a video that everybody enjoys and I've worked with different styles um, from storytelling to hype video and, and trying to do all these different things, um, trying to put multiple different hunts in one video. I've tried so many different things to see what everybody likes and that video I have heard great things about. So I believe that that's kind of the style we're going to go with. Uh, but over the past five years, you know, when you're trying to be a content creator, you, you deal with the ups and downs and you're trying to figure out what everyone likes uh because you want that's the goal is to be able to share what everyone um or share your content with everybody and it brings something that they want to watch um yeah so we uh if you actually was to go back and look at our beginning videos we've come a long way <laughs> uh.
0: Oh, yeah, you're not the only one. I, I started creating videos um, about two years ago. And, and you know, the, the style of videos, uh, my YouTube channel is not specific for one. It's learn to fix it yourself. So I have all kinds of different stuff on there. And, and some of my first videos, you can kind of see, I didn't really know what I was doing. And now, you know, I use a program to edit them and I can filter out, you know, it's like, okay, I need to cut out this word. Yeah, sometimes you go to like, um, 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 well I can I know I can just clip it all out (laughs) right you you know and and all kinds of you know video production on it and uh yeah it it goes a long ways and um you know I've I've got over 500 videos out there now and all kinds of things you never know what people are going to want to look at
1: right yeah I mean You you never know that's why we we don't just stick to deer hunting we do uh bear deer turkey fishing you know we uh pretty much everything that's in our logo there uh, we try to bring to the table and and show different kinds of hunts. Um, And we're just, we're just good old country boys, man. We're good old country boys from North Georgia. We uh, real easy to get along with. We've got 10 guys that are in our crew um, ages raining, ranging from 18 to I think 55. Um, So we, we can hit a very diverse different age range of people to, you know, somebody that somebody can relate to. Um, we just partnered partnered up recently with Obsession Bows. Um, we're really thrilled about that. Uh, I just ended up getting a really nice Obsession XBR. I absolutely love that thing. Uh, probably one of the best bows I've ever owned, if not the best bow I've ever owned. um and that's not just a plug. That's because I really
0: like the book. <laughs> well, yeah, because uh, they're they're not paying us to promote it on the on the podcast, but um, right, they
1: they hey. don't pay me for that. That's just that's a really it's a really great bow.
0: <laughs> well, and, and and you know we're we're not really uh, you know being paid to promote anything. We're promoting what we like.
1: Oh yeah, and, and that's that's one of the things about Southern Bones is that that's something that people can relate to i'm not we're not getting paid to promote anything um we do promote some uh different brands but those are all things that we absolutely love like jx3 trees hybrid tree saddles um firing the whole broadheads uh which if you haven't I, I will honestly say if you haven't checked out either one of those products definitely do it desperado game Sense, all of these different companies. They aren't giving me money to do this. This is, I'm promoting their their product because I believe in it. Um, And not only that, but that kind of was gonna lead lead me into what else I wanted to talk to you about was uh, with all of those products, you can actually earn what they call, uh, what we call big game bucks. And that is part of a company called Thrill of the Outdoors. I mentioned something to you about it uh, the other day when we spoke on Facebook. Thrill of the Outdoors is a company that is bringing, uh, Thrill, Urban Archery Outfitters and Thrill of the Outdoors is actually bringing to the hunting industry the first national reward point program that's out there in the hunting out, industry, outdoor industry, whatever you say. Um, people will be able to purchase products, watch hunting-related videos, watch advertisements, and... Um, go to trade shows, all of these different stuff, and they'll earn reward points and then be able to use those reward points on our app and be able to hook uh, book hunts all over the country.
0: Oh, that sounds really cool. <laughs>
1: without, pay, without paying extra cash. So it's like leasing a property for a weekend or leasing a, uh, going on a fishing trip. Um, maybe with a fishing charter or something like that, using reward points and st- like almost like Sky Miles, but for the hunting and right. outdoor industry. So that is something we're really excited about. We're going to be at the Great uh, No, we were at the Great American Outdoor Show in uh, uh, Virginia or Harrisburg, Pennsylvania. Sorry, I said that wrong. Um, and we will be at the World Deer Expo in July in Alabama. So if you're, we got a big booth, come by, sign up, a, get a hunter profile. And uh, we'll even, we're gonna even gonna have like a corn hole little toss. So you can <laughs> toss a bing bag, get it in the hole, get like 5,000 big game bucks just for doing so. Um, so really cool stuff with that. Uh, I actually became the media director for that company and Southern Bones Outdoors is kind of the head film team for that company. Uh, so we'll be filming some hunts on certain properties, just showing, advertising, this is what you guys can do. Um, it's never been done before. It is growing uh, like a weed, but we're still in that building phase. So we're still, right. you know, it's going to take a little while to get it all, all the bugs worked out and everything figured out. The app is currently being built um, and it'll be ready. It, the At least the beta test of the app will be ready to go by July but we're just trying to spread the word about it. Let everybody know this is what's coming because we've got, we, we've we already have such an amazing list of vendors like nose down sense, different scent companies, Desperado, JX3. Right. I'm not going to go through the whole list. There's a lot, <laughs> Um. but they can, you know, we're going to have all of that stuff at the show. People will be able to come in um, and, like I said, they'll, they'll be able to earn reward points by visiting people's booths in, in certain trade shows or heck even just coming to the trade shows in the first place. Uh, so that all of that is really cool. Um, and we're hoping to get started. You have people can earn reward points just for listening to your podcast. It's that easy. Um, so they, then I, like I said, they'll be able to turn around and use those reward points to book properties in Tennessee and Illinois and Georgia and Alabama and all of this different stuff like so if you got that weekend where you had to go visit the in-laws um and they just happen to live in Illinois or Missouri or wherever <laughs> and you can make that dreaded trip turn into a, uh, a a dream hunt um without having to pay extra cash so your wife doesn't kill you so
0: <laughs> yeah now, now somebody wanted to uh, contact. Is there a way they can contact you now?
1: Yeah, um, you can give me a call at. Uh, I've got my phone number and everything is actually on our Facebook page. It will connect you to my my personal phone number. And if you go to urbanarcheryoutfitters dot com, my contact list is there as well. Media director Chris Cannon, um, and also where else? I can put my phone number on here as well. It doesn't matter. Um, or you can reach me at Chris at com uh, email address. But yeah. So th- I wanted to share that with you because I feel like that's very exciting. Um, oh yeah. People, a lot of people don't know about it yet. And that's why we want, we want to share. I want everybody to know about this because this, this is po- possibly going to be the next I I hate to say this these words because I feel like it's a cliche at this point, but it's the next biggest thing in the hunting and hunting and outdoor industry because it's not just about hunting, it's fishing, camping, hiking, snowboarding, skiing, you name it. If you can do it outside, we're gonna be part of it. So
0: yeah, that that sounds like something to be real interesting and and you know, let's let's get back together and get something to look closer and you know, let's do some promoting. This sounds like it's a really a really good uh, opportunity to um, connect in with other hunters and you know it's not just archery you know it's you know gun hunting fishing you know pr- pretty much an outdoor sport because there's you know a lot of those archers also have guns right right you, you know <laughs> yeah I have guns I just don't hunt with them <laughs> Southern yeah. Bones
1: Outdoors is mainly we have hosted a couple of uh, gun hunts this past season because like I said our team grew um this past year and you know we try we try to bring a little bit of everything uh most of mostly though we are a bow hunting show um but like i said there is a few gun hunts on there
0: well that's good that's good i'll i'll make sure i leave some links in the description you know how to get yeah. a hold of you uh so that'll be in with the podcast there and anyone want to do my youtube channel post uh i'll have the links in there so they can get a hold of you and you know, in the group, if they want to get a hold of you, they can just message you right in there and say, "Hey, I want some more information and and go from there. So oh, yeah, for sure, for so sure. We we'll, we'll get this out. This sounds like it'd be real exciting to 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 be involved in and in a good promotion for the sport and uh, whether you're a beginning archer that's you know thinking about starting an archery. Uh, oh, yes, you know there's something yes. for you because
1: the thing what what we're also trying to do with this process is is not only open up more opportunities for hunters but pull a lot of those hunters off of the public lands man because you know public land is getting very hard to hunt um you have so many people that they can't get permission anywhere else so that's where they go is public land and then you have hunters sitting on top of other hunters and it's just kind of in a lot of places, it's it, it's ridiculous. I mean, you got hunters fighting over spots. Well, this is a way to reward the hunters and the outdoorsmen to do reward them for doing what they're already doing. Um, for like I said, watching those hunting related videos, I'm watching advertisements that different companies they seem to pop up every five minutes
0: <laughs> right.
1: um, on a hunting show. Now you'll be able to earn reward. It's just for watching those um and who knows it might be a commercial that i did so you're welcome <laughs> but um yeah. but no i mean that's that's kind of our biggest thing is is bringing it off of pulling it off of the public land and bringing it back towards private land uh, you know I can't really say the word lease because it's not really a lease. It's just kind of like rights to a property for a short period of time. Um, It's not really like an Airbnb. That was kind of our style when we first started. And then we we kind of formed and morphed a little bit as we've progressed and realized that the reward points is really the answer is, is not having to pay extra money just to be able to. Go hunt a spot, or and, and calling in a booking uh, a hunting trip, uh, like I we, like the Southern Bones crew. A few of us take a trip every year to Illinois, and we hunt for a week, uh, all day sits. <laughs> yeah, like yeah, all day sits. Uh, don't matter the weather, we're in the stand. Um, but you know, so we consider that a, a hunting trip, and we know that there's many other hunting hunters out there that enjoy those trips and maybe can't afford leases in Illinois to the only go, you know, they're paying $5,000 to only be able to hunt one week out of the whole year. You know, this will be able to, you'll be able to book that one week with a property with using those war points. So like I said, it's, it's pretty cool.
0: Yeah, that sounds like it. That's, that's going to be a, a real interesting to see how that develops into you know we're we're most i can see it morphing into uh, a really big deal and everybody's trying to get into it and uh, because i can see it on both ends for the for the hunters because that's an advantage and i can see for the person that supplies information it's like okay how can i get in there and get these people coming in there because it's going to promote their business their whatever they have and
1: yeah um, it's going to promote small businesses um like I said, the anybody holding reward points uh, as far as like manufacturers, retail stores, all of these different archery, you know, people or heck anybody in the outdoor industry. Like I said, it's not just for hunting, um, but it will drive business back to them. Uh, they get marketing through us uh, and we do have an e-commerce page. Uh, so that's currently build, being built. Everything's still in the building phases, but we did launch the uh we pretty much let the world know what we were doing back at the ATA show this past year. Um, and that's we're just still steady build, building building. Um, but slowly but surely we will get there.
0: You know, get get the basically what they say is the the minimum viable product. Get something out that's working. May not have all the bells and whistles you want, but one thing, get it working and then you start adding features. Yes. You know, get something going and it's like, okay, I get the program set up and then people sign up, you know, whether you're a hunter or or supplier.
1: Right. Our biggest thing has been uh, honestly, I would say investors Um, because we are so new and we are trying to build something so unique, uh, trying to get the finances to build something so complex has been not really a struggle, but it's been a slow boat. Um, we wanna to try to get the word out there so that our investors see, hey, this is worth doing. Um, that way that we can, instead of maybe crawling a little bit, maybe we can stand up and walk a little, little more. But um, regardless, it's it's coming. So it's, like I said, it's just spreading the word. That's the main thing. Um, spreading the word to manufacturers, spreading the word to the consumers, everybody that can hear about it, listen up. This is coming. Thrill of the Outdoors, Urban Archery Outfitters. It's coming, and it's 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 going to be amazing.
0: Yeah, it sounds like, and, and you know, just get enough people signing up that want to do it, and then enough people signing up that has services to offer. Um, right, you know, and then you can see. Okay, I have all these companies that want to offer services to the to the hunters and all these hunters now then that's going to look look better and and say okay here investor I've got x amount of people that want to offer services to to the hunters that get these points and, and you know here's what you got to do to to get it like you said just you know watch all these videos or attend these events right and that's a you know I've heard
1: I heard at uh, the Uh, Pennsylvania show a lot of people said well that sounds a little bit too good to be true and it's not I promise you we we are putting in a lot of work just to make this (laughs) not too good to be true um I hear that I've actually heard that so many times where they're going well well what's in it for you what's in it for me is to be in the hunting industry that's my dream are you kidding me this is what I get to do for work every day yes this is what I want to do so um (laughs) yeah I mean, I've, I've, that kind of, I've heard that so, so much of, well, that sounds too good to be true. That, that something, what's the catch? There is no (laughs) catch. There is no catch. I mean, this is, we literally go through this every day. Um, it's something that I'm constantly working on My the boss, the, uh, I say the boss, the the uh, CEO of the company, Stephen Shepard, he is constantly every day on the work. We have we- weekly meetings to go over every little nook and cranny over this thing. So, yeah, it's a really great concept. It's a really great idea, and it's it's going to work.
0: Well, the only, the only catch that I can see is you're not going to get a free trip if you don't put the work in. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's like, okay, I want a free trip. But no, I don't want to watch all these videos. I don't want to go there. I just want the free trip. No, you're not getting a free trip. You got to put right. the work in.
1: Well, here's a here's one free trip that they can, actually could do. Um, right now, we've got a founding member club card. So as we're starting to grow, we issued out a founding member club card. It's a it's a gold card. Well, it's actually we're, we're going to do a digital. It's going to be on your app. So you'll be a, a gold card card member. Um and it'll earn you double reward points for the rest of your life, and uh, also comes with a monster buck wild card that is pretty much like a trump all card because all of these points you'll have to bid um, during a bid week to when a certain property is going to open up. So let's say November first, or let's say November fifth. Property I'm going to relate back to Illinois. A property in Illinois opens up for This amount of days you'll earn you'll when that bid week comes, you'll start bidding your reward points uh that you've earned. If you don't win, you keep your reward points. So there's no issue of just there's (laughs) no worry that you're gonna lose all your stuff. And but if you have that Trump Trump all card, that monster buck wild card, you win. Like that's that's your free hunt. And it works one time. It's a trump all. Um we'll have cameras on all of the properties that we have all over the country, the properties that we'll be able to bait or States that we can bait. We will have bait stations so that you guys can actually see what's on those properties. And then when that bid week comes and you've been watching so-and-so property and watching this deer and you're ready, you think he's going to be there this week, you can set it up. You can start your bid process and go after that buck of a lifetime. Um, like I said, we've got properties from urban to rich uh, rural, and we're we're growing every day. So properties all over the place and and, like I said, growing. Um but it kind of it's kind of gamifying a little bit of a way to get that trip of a lifetime, that hunt of uh, of your choice and get to go hunt and have exclusive rights to properties um, wherever you want them, wherever you want to go. that's what that's what the goal yeah. is
0: just pick a place and go and 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 figure it out yeah
1: right so it's it's a like i said i don't want to beat a dead horse but
0: it's (laughs) it's a
1: really cool it's a really cool ordeal um and and if anybody wants to get signed up they can literally go to urban dot com, fill out a hunter profile um they can also join the urban archery outfitters llc you uh facebook group um and Urban Archery Outfitters Facebook group. They can, uh, if they go in there and refer someone after signing up for a hunter profile, and they refer someone and that person names them as the referral, they'll get a thousand big game bucks instantly. So uh, like I said, everything's gamifying and you can earn the points very easy. So it's not something you want to miss out on. Now that that's all out of the way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, it's, you know, it's it's good information. It's, it's something that, you know, we may not know about. And, hey, let's, uh, you know, let, let's let the people know. And, you know, we have people all over the world and, and, you know, in archery. And now, would somebody outside of the United States be able to book a hunt as well?
1: That is something we are working on, um, but yes, I mean anybody that will download the app, let's say that they're coming to the states, as long as they have all their legal documentation, yes, they'll be able to book a hunt.
0: Okay, well that's good because there's people all over the world that, you know, would probably, you know, like the book to book a hunt and and come in, and you know, this way they know they have a spot instead of showing up and say. Uh, well start knocking on doors and lots of times you know somebody from foreign country coming in you know they they may may not you know get on property in this way you know hey those that want to do it you know definitely would be able to get in and you know have a place to go and know know that there's there's something it's easier to get visas when it's like okay i have permission to go hunt here i'm going to hunt here <laughs> right
1: right and that's i mean you're absolutely right i mean You'll be able to, hopefully they'll be able to do that. But like you said, it's kind of, we're doing this kind of campaign of, I I haven't fully blown done it yet, but it's hashtag no more door knocking. Um, (laughs) (laughs) So, so, you know, it's, it's supposed to allow you to do that. So as far as the, if a hunter comes in from out of States, like I said, as long as he's got his documentation and he's earned his reward points, he should be able to book a property, no problem
0: yeah hey if you want to put in the chat then i'll i'll bring up that site the um you know to sign up go ahead and put it in the chat and that way i make sure it get spelled right you can spell it wrong they don't link up very well <laughs> right let me see here yeah that's there's there's a lot of good information you know the the arch talk 101 facebook group that that i started is is all about you know helping archers get started and you know you know you having problems or questions you know your forms yeah you know, i think you're something on your form upload a video and record you know record it and upload it and you know we'll take a look at it and you know see what's going on the same thing you're having trouble with your your bow you know upload it we've got bow tech techs in the uh the group we've got instructors in the group i i've been an instructor since 1995 so it you know i've taught hundreds of people how to shoot so uh, you know, there's always something out here and, and something like this is this is this is kind of exciting that, you know, what you got going on with this.
1: Oh, yeah. And also for the listeners, um, if you check out Southern Bones Outdoors, we do a lot of tips and trick videos. Um, anything like we can do to help. I've, I've actually coached many different people getting into hunting. Um, a friend of mine will be actually I'll be actually posting this video not our next, but our following video will be uh, a little bit of a hunt that I did with a friend of mine who just got into bow hunting. He shot two deer in one day. Um, absolute just, he was just ecstatic. <laughs> um, and then, yeah, so, I mean, that those, we do those tips and trick videos. We'll, we'll try to give as much, uh, Jimmy Sewell, uh, my uncle, he actually, like I said, the one that taught me everything. He does a lot of, He's a he's a bow tech and he will teach you whatever you need to know. So if you leave comments, hey, how do you do this? We'll make a video just to show you how to do that. Um, also. I just had a I just had a brain wipe, man. I just forgot exactly <laughs> what I was about to say, and I apologize.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I do that every once in a while you, you're talking. It's like thinking something else It's like, what was I talking about? Because I thought I went off a different path, you know. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I'm I'm ADD, brother. So I'm, sometimes I'm just here, there, and
0: everywhere, and it's just like,
1: okay, calm down now.
0: <laughs> yeah, I kind of get the same way. You know, being an engineer, we're always thinking about different things, and and it's like, uh, okay, let's stay focused. Right. <laughs> like, okay, but what if this? Ha- you know, here's here this, here's this, and you know, the same thing. You're looking at you know archery. It's like, well, if I do this and do this, well, what happens if I do this? And then it, you you never get anything done because you're always week of his stuff and uh, i try not to do that try to get him set up working and then leave it alone
1: (laughs) i believe i remembered what it was now um we will be doing a tricked out bow of the week videos coming soon it'll be on tiktok facebook uh instagram and youtube and we're what we're doing is we're just going to show people's passion for their bows man like I've got a decked out bow. So I like to show mine off. Um, and it's going to be a way that, you know, everybody's got these color schemes and all this different stuff. So we're going to do some videos coming soon where it's tricked out bow of the week. And if you tune in, you can actually send your stuff over and make a video and be on the show where you're talking about your bow and why you did what you did to it. So uh, we love, like I said, I'm, I know my uncle is the same way. Uh, we love decked out bows. Like I, I want the best, the best I, what I think, um, color schemes and all this stuff. It's just, yeah, it's kind of like a, a trick my ride, but, but a tricked out bow of the week. So, <laughs> so tune in for those. Cause those are going to be, those are going to be fun.
0: Yeah. Those, those would be interesting. Uh, I know when I worked at Bass Pro, one guy came in and he got a crossbow and, and he, he decked it out. There's, couple of quivers on there and so he's all kinds of bolts with him and it's just he just kind of definitely unique (laughs) crossbow setup
1: yeah yeah it'll be fun we'll uh of course we're going to show off our our obsessions but you know if you got a a hoyt or a matthews or whatever make sure that you send it in because you can do that you can send it to us on instagram or facebook um and we'll we'll post it up we'll post a video of you talking about it um and like i said we just look forward to it we, we're looking for something fun to do that's interactive with our viewers um and we believe that people will like to tune in to see that so uh because a lot of people spend a lot of time with their bows man I, yeah it's almost like an intimate thing
0: <laughs>
1: Yeah, yes. <it is. laughs> <I mean, laughs> I spend more time with my bow than I think I do my my woman. So no, don't don't let her don't let her hear me say that. Yeah, listening this, I was just playing. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, no, I know. mine's definitely not tricked out. I have uh, my hunting bow is a two thousand one PSE, and, and my target bow is is another. It's actually a hunting bow, but it's it's set up more for for target because it's set up shoot field tips and it's a 2003 PSE and you know it's tricked out. <laughs> right. I, I, have, I have a drop away rest on that one. <laughs> okay.
1: Living it. You're living it big, bro.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, yeah, we
1: uh yeah, I've just, I don't know. My my bow scheme right now, if you actually look on our TikTok, uh, I do a couple of videos with my bow and it's like the it's kind of like the color scheme of right here. Um, it's the American flag in, uh, black and white, and then I've got red accessories on it. So it's kind of like the, uh, thin red line. Um, my cousin's bows, the same only his is like the thin blue line. So kind of supporting our, our, uh, police and fire department, but, uh, repping them up for them, but yeah, I love it. So I just, I was able to, once again, I'm not getting paid for this, but, obsession allows you to do so many different color schemes that you won't see anywhere anyone else have so i was able to do red cams with the uh, uh, black and white american flag and it's like okay there's no other company out there that gives you that many options to uh choose with your with making your bow so that's one thing obsession has definitely got a leg up on um and they just have like I said, their newest lineup has all it is just awesome. I've shot every one of them. I fell in love with the XBR. It kind of looks like a uh I don't know. It's just it 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 looks like a raptor to me, but it's just like it's just aggressive and I love it. But um yeah, so anyways, going back to the videos, it's just something we're looking forward to. And that that'll be coming up here mostly about Two to possibly three weeks. So something to look out for.
0: Yeah, yeah. We'll we'll definitely have to look out for it. So Obsession Bows here. Let me go ahead and for those that get to see it. Let me go ahead and share the the screen. Um on Obsession Bows. Just just you, you know, we're not promoting, but hey, you know, this I don't shoot them, I shoot PSC. <laughs> I was a PSC dealer for A few years so that's kind of why but
1: so that xbr that that's what i have um that thing that is a nice bow um it almost has and and forgive me for saying this obsession but it almost has that kind of look to it as far as the backbone there um right that's what i call it the backbone but um but it doesn't, it doesn't shoot like an obsession. It is, or not like like a Hoyt. It is very dead in the hand. Uh, the, the draw cycle is super smooth, super smooth. Um, that was one of the, the the back wall of it is very solid. That's, that's just things that I like. The Valley is not a harsh Valley. Um, it's just when you are pulling it back, it's just like super easy. And then the next thing you know, you're locked in and you're like, wow, well, you know, I, the, the draw was the first thing I fell in love with. The Nitro Ghost right there, I shot it. It is also very smooth bow, dead in the hand, um, very similar to the XBR. Uh, I believe the Nitro Ghost is just a tad faster. I'm not 100% on that, but I believe it's just a tad faster than the XBR. And then you have the XR6 and XR7, those were also really nice bows.
0: 340 IBO speed. A little bit
1: better picture of it.
0: Yeah, that's kind of like quite does on on there.
1: But if you look there, look at all of the different colors and they actually have more than what they're showing there. You could actually and and soon they're going to have that website. This is their newest website. Uh, They're kind of completely redoing the website. So they're going to have more of their colors and stuff on there. But that is that's an that's a crazy amount of just designs that you can put on your bow already
0: right and look at all these designs that they they have pre pre-done there's I your mean, stars and stripe one you talked about
1: well they actually have the stars and stripes uh stripes in the regular american flag And then they also have it, anything, any of those, I believe they can do in a grayscale as well. So that's pretty cool.
0: Yeah, let's take a look at uh, the other one. Now, they just have those two models of Bose then? Uh, No, no, they
1: actually have that. They actually actually also have that came out uh, this year was the XR6 and XR7. Um, Those are, they don't have pictures on the website yet it would actually be right there where it says 2023 um yeah but
0: the ghost the ghost is uh, up to 353 feet per second which the other one was uh, um 340 yeah so it can depending on cams it can be faster
1: right and then the xr6 xr7 they don't have the pictures of those yet but you can actually look on some of our videos we've we'll, we'll, we've shown a little bit of them um but Once again, really nice bow, super clean, super smooth draw cycle, uh, fast, just a dead in the hand, solid back wall. I love all of them. I've shot, I've shot pretty much everyone. I haven't shot the pro X or the, any of the bow fishing rigs, but I shot a lot of the bows and I fell in love with the XBR, but that's just because I like that really savage look that really, uh, I don't know. it's just kind of it looks very aggressive,
0: right. Looks like it's mean, <laughs> yeah now here's here's the hashtag at three hundred and eight feet per second you know a four ninety nine bow looks like it's a whole kit, so they have something you know for the low end, you know entry level. And then same thing you have all these different colors, string options. You know normally to get these kind of a string options, you have to make your own string or go to a custom string manufacturer. um. There's a lot more colors than that. I use uh, BCY when I make my cape strings and cables and they have tons of colors. Uh, when I had my stores making strings, I uh, uh, somebody said well, what color you want? Black. No, you can't have black string. <laughs> <laughs> That's too boring. Pick another color or pick two colors. You right. know, and then it could be anything. And I've done three color strings before and you know, for my bow, I did a three color string and I actually did one uh, when you're from Hot and Bow that I actually did. I braided the strands instead of twisting them. Mm-hmm. You know, you take the loops and instead of you know just twisting them, I, I I braided them like you would regular braiding. You know, anything else you braid, and that was on the, the bow for several years oh, wow. until it finally broke. <laughs> right. It, it, yeah, it's a little bit different because you still have to twist them, but it's right. a little bit different in in how you're setting them up and making the string to make it the right length because braiding takes more string than regular twisting them. And so you kind of have to figure that out as you're going along and make them long and then twist them to fit the right length.
1: <laughs> right. Right. Yeah, mine is uh red, white, and black the string colors on mine. And I like I said I the fletchings of my arrows are red, white and black. It's it's really cool. I like it.
0: Well and and when I was Looking at making strings for my one bow, I kind of made a whole bunch of different samples of strings. You know, there's there's a pink and purple and uh, blue and tan. Uh, let's see, we can get them here blue and tan, um, black and, and copper. Um, and you have, you know, reds and blacks. You have copper and black, uh, fluorescent green and, well, oh, fluorescent green and pink. Then um, here's a fluorescent green and black and I forget what this. This is tan and in, in uh, like a mountain berry for for that one. So there's there's a lot of different ones you can do and all kinds of different stuff. I know one time I I made one uh, out of red and black for a buddy of mine's uh, or no um, green and red. And I, the way I did them, I just did the two and I kind of twist them so they form little V's in the string. And, and that's one way was able to identify his his bow when it ended up getting stolen, showing up at a, at a local uh, archery store, somebody says, "I think that's Randy's bow." And yeah, <laughs> it was, because <laughs> uh, when um, uh, PSC come out with their Good Vibrations pattern on their mm-hmm. target bows, and it was you know whites and silvers and blues and all the little you know shiny colors, and and it showed up at the shop, and I said, "Yeah." take a look at the string, it's green and red, forms V's. You know, normally right. you don't v have V's formed in them. It's like, yeah, I made that string. That's his bow.
1: <laughs> wow. You
0: yeah. Know. <clears throat>
1: yeah. That's pretty, that's pretty cool that you was able to tell it by the string.
0: Yeah. Cause I made the string and you, know, you can, that's the advantage of, you know, custom making strings. You can do them certain ways. And, you know, when, when you have some of these strings, you know, lots of times they use like a black end serving, Um, and you can do multiple different colors of center servings and in in loops and you know you can use different colors like the halo is a good center serving and in that you have in multiple different colors so you can have whatever color scheme you want and nobody else can is going to have it because you go to custom maker it's like here's how i want it set up right you know you could you could have a white string and have red and blue on it and you know red for the end the and loops and blue for the middle, or or however you wanted to do it, right? You know, probably white does white strings kind of have a tendency to get dirty <laughs> quicker than other colors, but
1: yeah, they do. um I'm hoping that mine don't get filthy, <laughs> uh, but I'm just going to try my best to keep it clean.
0: Yeah, it's it's tough on on white because you know that just every little color in there is going to change it, and a lot of times you have different colors can bleed from one color to the next color and right now you, know, you got to kind of be careful when you're making them too because you can you know get them blended that way turns right. your white into gray never want to gray i just started with gray <laughs> right yeah
1: no um i went we shot the uh, maf the mountain archery fest uh shoot recently and it was kind of dry out there but uh i started to kind of worry that the dust was going to stick onto my string but honestly it didn't it actually kept it pretty clean so I was happy about that um because I don't want my bow I don't want my bow dirty I I I hate that um yeah so anyways it's like I said just keeping that keeping that string white that's my that's on my priority list when I go (laughs) (laughs) hunt when I bring it outside
0: yeah they're so probably using a white string, is it they're a little bit harder to keep keep uh, being white. Yeah. It, hey, you just you deal with it. and it gets too dirty, then put a new one on.
1: <laughs> right. Yeah. It's not the it's not going to be the end of the world for sure. Um, no.
0: And the deer don't care.
1: No, the deer don't care what my bow looks like. That's they, that's for sure. They, I think they more worry about what I look like. You know, I hunt a lot of urban areas. I I keep constantly saying I think I'd have more luck if I just went out in my regular clothes. Um, yeah. than I would in my camouflage.
0: <laughs> yeah, because you look different than everybody else that's out there.
1: Right. I, I mean, I mean, they're urban. You know, they're they're used to uh, subdivisions. Uh, they're used to people in subdivisions, people out in their yards, people cutting their grass, and they're in regular clothes, so they don't really fear those people. Um, but it seems like I've I've went out to maybe put corn out or something like that and and see deer just kind of walk off from me, but they don't run. They don't blow, they just see me and I'm in my regular clothes and they just turn around and come on when I'm when as soon as I leave, uh, according to trail cameras. Um, but then it's like I go out in my camouflage and I'm thinking they're going, what in the world is that? <laughs> like yeah. I'm out of here. <laughs> now nah, I knew the other guy was a human, but I don't know what that is
0: that tree's moving. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I, I just come across the reel this morning. Uh, they were out with their two dogs walking down this trail and a deer was just standing there. And then the dogs start off rolling in the leaves and they just start moving closer. Deer did, didn't care. They just kind of moseyed around, looked at them, went down to eat. You know, so here's the person walking with the camera and two dogs and the right. deer don't care.
1: So I think deer are mo- one of the most amazing adaptive animals and they ha- they have to constantly adapt to what to us humans. So I think they just get to the point of curiosity killed the cat in some cases. Um
0: yeah. They don't
1: you know they want to know what what that is. And a deer is a very curious creature anyways. I mean I think half the time any deer that comes to a grunt call is just curious to know what in the world that sound was. Um, I mean, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a smoker and there has been times where I smoke in the tree stand and I've, I've watched deer come from downwind, straight up smelling the air and I'm going, um, you're not supposed to come to that smell. Look at that. I
0: said a friend of mine when when he used the smoke, he was out and and he was smoking, and he had just put his cigarette out, and next thing you know, just a few minutes later, this buck comes walking in.
1: Yeah, there for the longest time, I said that I only shoot the dumb animals, only shoot dumb deer, and a uh, buddy of mine, when uh, one of the guys I was teaching uh, how to hunt, he says, he's like, what do you mean you only shoot the dumb deer? And I was like, dude, I smoke in the stand a lot of times, and when i'm in urban areas uh so the fact that a deer is hanging around me with a smell of cigarette he's dumb <laughs> he's he's not very smart <laughs> he didn't make good life decisions <laughs> so um yeah so i always tell him i
0: i, I shoot the dumb ones so <laughs> uh, you, you never know it's what they're used to you know you get out someplace they are not used to humans and at you know, least a little scent and they're gone yeah you know, they they blow and they're in the next county and you know and you get in the urban areas you know like you're hunting some urban areas they're used to people right i know one of the places i used a long time ago um it was a campground you know so you know it was you know one of the um, nebraska's uh, parks that you could hunt deer hunt, archery and or, or shotgun for birds and you know, there people be walking around all over and they, you know, they seem to not really care too much, but, you know, once you get out there hunting, you know, then they they learn real quick. Right. You know, yeah, it's hunting season. That smell means danger. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, well, in the summertime, there's a lot of people and, and when it's hunting season, there's no people around really because the right. only ones out there now are hunters. And then they learn, you know, Hey, these people are going places that, they normally don't go
1: right right exactly yeah we've uh, i like i said i travel to illinois every year and we go and hunt um and we do hunt some public land out there and honestly i've smoked in the stand because i'm out there all day but one thing i have noticed my uncle actually taught me this um was get high like get not get high but get, get high up in the tree. (laughs) Um, He seemed, he, he told me that um, I don't smoke while I'm on the ground. I don't smoke walking to my stand or away from my stand. Um, But when I get, when I get up higher in the tree, I've noticed that I used to, I'm scared of heights, brother. I ain't going to lie to you. (laughs) Um, I get up there and that wind starts blowing. You're looking down going, Oh no, (laughs) I do. (laughs) Yeah. Always wear your safety harness, but no, I get, I'm still a little scared even with that. Um, But he, he said, get higher up in the tree. And once I started doing that, I used to go about 20 foot up. Now I go about 30 foot up, 40 foot up and the highest I can possibly go. And I have noticed a massive difference in the amount of deer I was seeing and the quality of deer I was seeing. Um, I went from seeing the the dumb deer to starting to see the smart ones, the bigger bucks. And so I kind of, I don't know. I kind of have to suck it up sometimes and get up there. <laughs> Even though if you're in the dark, you know, you're climbing a tree and it's pitch black darkness and you get up and you're like, you turn around and you go, well, I think I'm high enough. It's, it's took me a while to get up here and daylight comes and you're five foot off the ground and you're like, okay. No, <laughs> <Like, laughs> <laughs> you know, you're only like 20 foot up and you're like, man, I got to go up higher. Like this is, I'm, I'm still in this scent window. Like I feel like if there's a certain, there's a certain brace point where the, I don't know, maybe the, the wind just hits differently. It blows over their head versus, you know, blows towards the ground, towards them. Um, I, I've dealt with less deer blowing at me, uh, not spooking many deer at all. Um, And had more success since I started getting higher up. So that was just facing the fear and getting up there, but it's working. So that was a good little tip for all you guys.
0: (laughs) Yeah, well, when you think about it, the wind's blowing, you know, it's not blowing down. It's blowing across normally. So if your scent's 30 feet up, by the time your scent hits the ground, it's dissipated so much because it spreads out. So the concentration is lower by the time it finally gets down to their nose. So it's going to be a lot less, you know, when you kind of think about, you know, you know, if you send out a mist, you know, what's it do? It don't take long and it's dispersed. Right. Same thing with your scent. So I can see how, uh, but it does make some difficult shots when they come in close to you. (laughs) Yeah.
1: And one thing I have seen, um, one thing I did some, I did some little testing last year, uh, I was trying to learn thermals and I always heard, you know, I always hear people like uh, Mark Drury talk about thermals and stuff like that. And I'm sitting here going, man, I ain't ever heard of that stuff. Um, so I live in Chattanooga and I hunt a lot more farmland than I do North Georgia, um, where it's more urban, you know, uh, we're about, 30, 40 minutes north of Atlanta. So I hunt a lot around Atlanta. Um, And what I've noticed was when you get up in those countryside, you know, you have to start worrying about your thermals and your your sit levels and all of that stuff. I would do little tests, whether it be with a a spray bottle um, or it would be even with a cigarette. I'd, I'd watch the smoke and... First thing in the morning, I would notice that that smoke is rising up. And later in the evening, I'd watch that smoke would be going down. And I'm like, I wonder if the thermals has anything to do with that. I don't know the answer. I'm just, it's just something I've been noticing Um, would be first thing in the morning. That's that smell is going, that smoke is rising up towards treetops. And then evenings, it's right. It's kind of slowly, it would travel down towards the ground. And I'm like, I wonder if that's kind of how thermals work there is the morning it goes up and then the evenings it goes down. Somebody might comment, let me know, but uh, (laughs) just for sure. But it's something that I've been, I've been kind of trying to learn is that thermals, because once you hunt mountainous areas, you know, that's kind of where I've always, I've always hunted mountains and it's almost, I don't know. I, I sometimes often say that the more I learn, the worse of a hunter I am. Um, but because it's, I seem like I start worrying about all these other things that I used <laughs> to never worry about. Right. You know, I would, I would be successful um, not worrying uh, than I have been just, I'm a worry wart. So I start, I start trying to throw. I, I often think that deer hunting is about, uh, 70% luck and, a, and the rest skill, um, being in the right spot at the right time, having the deer on your property. I feel like a lot of the hunt deer hunting is, is done before you ever got in the stand. Um, right. so, you know, getting, making sure your property is going to hold deer, that that seems to be what I focus on more is trying to get those deer into smaller plots of land and want to come back there. Uh, that's something I've definitely worked on the past few years. Versus, you know, I used to not worry about that, and I tried to just be better in the stand, and I thought, oh, well, if I stay still better and all this other stuff, the fact is you're not going to kill a giant unless a giant's there. So right. Doesn't matter how good of a hunter you are. If you're hunting five acres of land and you don't have a buck that comes through there often or comes through there at all, you're not going to shoot a big buck. So, it, what I try to do is the best I can to give if a deer does travel through there, whether it be the rut or whether it be whatever he's, you know, he kind of sees, hey, it's got, I got food, I got water, I got shelter, I got whatever else I need here. So that's what I, that's what I kind of look for, and has been kind of my uh, I don't know maybe my main practice on what I've been working more towards than the worrying about the thermals and all of that stuff. Even though it is something I still want to learn.
0: Yeah, well, when when you think about it, you know, heat rises. You know that the the ceiling's always higher, hotter than the the floor. You know, when it's no matter what you're doing. And right. when you think about it, because at night it's all basically the same temperature. What happens first thing in the morning? The sun comes out, heats the top of the mountains. So that's the warm. So any warm air is going to start flowing to the top. And in the reverse, when it's cooling off, it's cold at the top of the mountain. So then it's going to go to the heat. It's going to go down. Right. You know, j- just like when we're you ever been riding on a motorcycle and summertime and it's you know getting towards the evening and you got just t-shirt on and you go down in the hill, and all of a sudden, it gets cold, <laughs> right, right, and then you get, it's like, okay, I gotta get top of the hill, I'm cold, <laughs> and then you're right. warm. then you're going up and down, it always seems like going down to the bottom, it's cold, you know, when you're out at night,
1: right, yeah, yeah, I, in Georgia, when I'm hunting, you know, urban areas, I don't really worry about that stuff, right, um, but like I said, hunting Tennessee, I'm out there in those farmlands, and in the, in the mountains, I do start worrying about the, as far as like, where am I going to hunt in the morning? Do I need to hunt up the hill or do I need to hunt down the hill first thing in the morning? Um, And I started kind of figuring that out last year uh, and ended up losing that property to hunt. So now I'm kind of back in the urban areas of Chattanooga. (laughs) But um, yeah, I mean, it was still just something though. It was kind of like, man, I, I wasn't seeing any deer for a while. And then I started trying to learn, you know, do I need to be here? Do I need to be there? Um, it's not that my cameras were not showing me deer. It just seemed like I was never in the right spot at the right time. Um, so, you know, trying to figure out the the proper movements that was, that was key. So that's what I worked on and learned a lot from that period, but still just, uh, you know, it's just something to put in the old knowledge bag, just something to carry with you in the long run later.
0: Yeah. Something to think about, you know, if you're in mountainous areas, you know, here in Nebraska, most of ours is fairly flat. So we don't have to worry about that, but right. there there are places where there are some Hills that you might have to think about it. And, you know, that's something that, you know, here we don't really think too much about. We just worry about which the wind direction. Yes.
1: Yeah. That's the same with Illinois. I mean, it's pretty much flat and big open skies and at least where I've hunted. And I just focus on that wind because it doesn't stop. <laughs> it no, if They say that's the thing about the difference between the Midwest hunting versus the South hunting. They could tell you, you have a Northwest wind in the South. And if you're in the mountains, Go ahead and take that and throw it out the window. Anybody that says that they hunt the wind in North Georgia or North Alabama or South Tennessee, they're full of it. They can't hunt the wind. That wind hits them mountains and they go, it goes this way, that way. You never know where that wind's going to blow. It'll swirl on you. I mean, I hear, I hear, uh, I've heard, and I'm going to refer back to Mark Drury. He talks about, he likes an eight to 10 mile an hour wind. No, I do not like an eight to 10 mile an hour wind, not in Georgia. <laughs> Cause that, that means that that wind is going to be swirling my scent. Every deer that comes within a hundred <laughs> yards is going to smell me somehow. Um, so the best doesn't, and even, it doesn't even matter how high I get. It's still, it just the wind blows every direction you never know where it's going to go so it's, it's right. kind of stop worrying about hunting the wind anymore um really just take care of your scent control the best you can and, and best of luck to you <laughs> that's all i can say
0: well and i go through you know use the, the soaps that you know scent eliminating soaps and then i also wear um, a charcoal suit you know a charcoal suit i've never heard of that yeah well, uh, scent blocker, scent lock It's okay. uh, just an activated charcoal, as well okay. as your chems, as well as your chem suits. I started off with a, a British chem suit because they're thinner than the U.S. ones, Right. and that's all I wore. And what it does, it absorbs your scent, and okay. it, because they're used for chemical warfare, to absorb the chemicals before it gets into you. Well, oh, the wow. charcoal, the activated charcoal, will do that, right, and. The first time I used one that I really knew how well it really worked, um, we was out deer hunting in uh, early season. And it was It was hot. You know in the morning it was okay, but after afternoon hunt, you know, late September, it's still hot here in nebraska <laughs> right? and And I was out, and I knew it was hot, so I wore a t-shirt and my shorts. I didn't put my camel clothes on or nothing. 'Cause I knew it was I was just gonna be dripping wet otherwise because it was just too warm. And I had that on and I'm pulling it off and I am I'm, I'm still I'm still sweating in there with it on there. So I'm pulling because it was a pullover one. I'm pulling it off and I figured, you know, when you pull off stuff you've been sweating in for a few hours, you know, you always got a smell. Well, I'm pulling it off and it's like, this smells like distilled water. There's no smell at all. Right. And I was like, oh, okay, that really does work.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I got you. I mean, I ain't going to lie, man. I've, I've, I wear boots 98% of my life. Um, I've used many different scent away sprays, kind of, I've, I've used scent away brands, scent killer, all these different things. And I've used, I like Desperado. Uh, I like nose down. I like both of their their kind of scent aways. Or uh, their scent eliminating sprays, um, but honestly, Deception—I don't know if you've ever heard of that company. Deception has a spray that—I don't know, man. I've—I sprayed it in my boots, and brother, it. it I'm talking about my wife was happy, <laughs> like, <laughs> like, she was like, "Wow, that's uh, that works." I mean, it, it's a, it's a it eliminated the smell of 30 feet and I'm like, if it can do that, um, then we're, I can imagine what it could do to any other smell. Um, but yeah, for something that works, I say that deception stuff is pretty, pretty cool. Uh, definitely worth checking out, but, um, yeah, I, like I said, I mean, I've got I've got many different scents and stuff like that that I use. A lot of people say they don't work. Um, I believe that they do work uh, as far as the scent eliminating sprays. But um, the Deception, like I said, the Deception is my favorite.
0: Yeah, I had one when I had my store. Uh, a chemist for Berkeley come up with something called Decent. And one of the demos he did is take a... a you know, the big fat markers, wipe it on the paper, and, you know, just a, you know, fat mark, and then you'd smell it and spray a stuff on it, couldn't smell it, it took the smell, because it. it chemically altered it, where well, a lot of them are <clears> cover up or something, but, you know, that was, that was pretty good, and then it got to where he had to shut it down, because, you know, Berkeley, he got big enough, Berkeley said, you can either be a chemist for us, or do that, and of course, yeah, <laughs> You know, the chemist for Berkeley is going to make a whole lot more than he would of making his, his uh, scent control stuff. But, right. You know, you talked about um, descent here um, or deception. I'm going to, you know, for those that are still watching, we're going to take a look. Here's here's the uh, um, what you're talking about, right?
1: Yes. So the coolest thing about their stuff is that like they have a bottle that you can put and it's got a powder and you can mix that powder into your 30 ounce spray. And dude, I'm talking about, you can kind of, it's just awesome. You don't even have to pour the whole, whole thing in there. You mix it in with water and it, it really works. Uh, You can put half your little bag of powder in there and make a couple of sprays out of uh, a couple of different bottles out of the same, stuff and it like I said it actually works really good. Um I really like them. Uh they've got some stuff for marine and all that stuff. I've actually seen it up at like Sportsman's warehouse. Um I just really like the the product in general. Um I really like that it I haven't really used any of their attractant sprays but their scent eliminator it works really great. If I was going to to go with my with your, uh, as far as attractant sprays, I really like Desperado, Nose Down Scents. Those are both really good companies. Um, local companies to the North Georgia, Southeast Tennessee uh, areas. Both of them really get great owners, great guys. Um, Desperado has game calls where they can make turkey calls, stuff like that. They're really cool, handmade. Love it um southern bones outdoors is actually going to have some signature style uh turkey calls and grunt calls coming from them so if you want to show your support for southern bones definitely go check them out um but yeah man a lot of great there's it's one of the things i love about trade shows you go there you meet a lot of really really great people. And it kind of goes back to that urban archery out for the outdoors thing that we were talking about earlier is that, you know, we just, we want to show that support to those, the mom and pop stores of the hunting industry, because to be real, they're the backbone of it. Um, right. The ones that are constantly trying to create new products and, and there's so many incredible products out there right now. and, we're just trying to we're trying to be a, pretty much a part of all of them and and try to get that word and and spread the spread the love around and, and trying to market for those guys to get those those companies in everybody's hands or at least you know the name to where everybody knows who they are. Um, doing that while doing that for ourselves with Southern Bones Outdoors and uh, Thrill the Outdoors stuff like that.
0: Yeah, there's just so many things now, you know, just the the amount of change that there has been recently in, in uh, attractants and cover-up scents and, and just everything else. You know, when I first started, there was, you know, there was none of that. You know, there wasn't any cover sense. Uh, um, You know, I remember, you know, hearing stories, you know, Fred Bear, blue jeans and a plaid shirt. That was his on the outfit, you know, every picture you see of him, he's got a plaid shirt on and and jeans. You know, now we all have to have camel that matches and,
1: you know. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Let's, I mean, hey, I said it earlier. I still think I have more luck if I was in my regular clothes when I go hunting some of these urban areas.
0: Hey, you have to try it sometime and see.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Hey, I I might make an episode this year where Chris Cannon, urban hunting, suburban areas, (laughs) regular clothes. Let's see how it works. Yeah no cover <laughs> sense, no nothing just go out there and blue jeans and a t-shirt and see what happens
0: you know just you know do the appropriate washing before you go out and, and yeah yeah just, that'd be an interesting episode it's like yeah just go go see, just go out <laughs> just
1: just go see what happens i actually uh, a couple years ago i made a little funny video i didn't share it to many people um but I walked out of my mom's back porch. I was uh, house sitting for, walked out on her back, back porch and standing about 30 yards off the porch was a deer. I was in a t-shirt and shorts. I got my bow and I shot that deer. (laughs) I I said, this is my new urban wear. <laughs> <It's> just, <laughs> I was wearing my Crocs. I was wearing my. I just had woke up, you know, first thing in the morning, walked outside, spoke, looked to my left. There's a deer standing there. I walked back in the house, grabbed my bow, came out, shot that deer, <laughs> and videoed the hey. whole thing. So, <laughs> I mean, it was hunting season. As long as you can legally shoot there, go right ahead, right? <laughs> right. I was like, hey, man, I'm good here. So I was seasoned, everything, tag rope meat in the freezer
0: um <laughs> yeah. didn't even have like, to leave your
1: house <laughs> didn't even have to leave yeah i was just <laughs> like well this is the easiest one ever yeah if it could all be like this we'd be good i I wouldn't be so daggum restless and during deer, deer season
0: yeah <laughs> well it's it's been great having you on there's a lot of good information had in there and, and i'm kind of looking forward to you know seeing where you're going to take uh Uh, all these endeavors you're you're in and I think it's going to be really good for the archery world and the hunting and fishing you know all just just the outdoor sportsmen's there's I think this is going to be a real good help for them to to get into that so yeah I'm kind of looking forward to seeing where this is going I appreciate that and we're looking forward to it as well and uh,
1: if anybody wants to show like I said anybody wants to sign up or show support check out urbanarcheryoutfitters.com southern bones outdoors smash that subscribe button hit that bell notification so you don't miss any of the stuff we got going on um and i'm going to share this podcast on there if you don't mind like i said that way uh any of any of our stuff can they can see your stuff um archery talk 101 has been uh pretty good i've been watching you actually for a little while now so i appreciate you reaching out yeah
0: it's it's a lot of fun i You know, my goal is to talk to as many archers as I can all over the world. Well,
1: that's awesome. That's awesome. You
0: know, if you can't speak English, we'll we'll find a translator. If not, then, well, Google Translate. We can translate back and forth.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Speaking of that, Southern Bones has actually got a Spanish version as well. So check out Southern Bones Outdoors in Espanol. So it's on YouTube as well.
0: Well, that's cool for those that don't speak English. Yep. Yeah. Well, it's been great having you on and I'm looking forward to getting together with you some more in in the future and definitely when we get a little bit more, let's, let's get, get together. And when you get a little bit more to give a, you know, kind of an official launch of your, your app and everything else, and we'll get something going with that.
1: Awesome. Get people signed up. Yeah. I appreciate it, brother. And uh, yeah, I look forward to it talking to you in the future.
0: Yeah. We'll definitely talk again. All right. Sounds great. (laughs) Yeah. My name is Roy Canterbury. I've been hosting on ArchTalk 101. And stay tuned for the next episode. There's more exciting stuff coming.